What's up, you stupid fucks? It's your boys. <laughs> oh my gosh. This podcast is rated R. <laughs> it's your boys, Jim and Kyle. We're back to talk about some more bullshit. How are you, Jim? Hey, it's not bullshit. We're That's true. About, we're, we're talking about my favorite gosh darn this movie. Is, this is Hallowed Ground. By, by, oh God. Uh, gee golly whiz, my favorite gosh darn movie of all time. Uh, my my favorite of the moving pictures. And that is, of course, uh, Lost Highway. No. That's not uh, Lost Highway. It's probably <laughs> Greens No, it says it's Sling Blade starring Billy Bob Thornton. Jesus it, Christ. It, it, uh, French Rad Daters. <laughs> end, I, always, I always love at the end, he just goes... I reckon I don't have no reason to kill nobody. <laughs> just like you put a little Forrest Gump at the end of that with the body. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. I want to see them switch roles in uh-huh. their uh, movies. <laughs> I, I remember it's funny because I remember seeing the coming attraction during. Gosh, was it during Scream? It was either during Scream or Night Watch. Mm-hmm. I was watching, and that was one of the uh, that was one of the coming attractions. And I was, I saw the coming attraction for Sling Blade before I, I knew it was a movie. Yeah. And I'm like, and they just go, John Ritter. And then John Ritter's just sitting there talking to Billy Bob Thornton going like, I am a gay man. And I'm like, what? And I was kind of, <laughs> I was kind of waiting for the. I'm like, oh my gosh, he's still, he's still doing the long con. So Mr. Roper doesn't find out. <laughs> If anyone yeah. track at home, that was the whole shtick of Three's company. Mm-hmm. He didn't approve of him, of th- like three single people, two women and one guy all living together. So they ran the thing where Jack Tripper, he's just like, I'm gay. Yeah, you know, um, it's not the it's not the only time we're going to be talking about using gay as an excuse to get out of something because I just watched Scream 4. Uh, we'll get to that later, but we are going to be talking about the Scream franchise that was easily my favorite part in the entire movie, by the way. Um, we are going to be talking about the Scream franchise. Uh, new trailer just dropped as we're recording, dropped today. I, I'll say, th- this is how good of a friend Jim is, or just how good he is at timing. I was literally pulling up the video to watch the trailer. Hadn't seen uh, 4 yet, and Jim goes, just out of the blue, don't watch the trailer if you haven't seen 4. And I was like, oh, God, okay, this is a, <laughs> this is a sign from above. Um, so I rented 4 watched it i'm still playing i was gonna watch all of them later this month for halloween yeah but i i watched four and i'm still gonna watch the other three later on this month but um yeah we're gonna talk about the franchise as a whole obviously i mean scream is so i know it's your favorite horror movie remind me where it where it falls on just like your alt there's the poster uh it's blurred out but i can see it um so i'm showing kyle on this uh video you know, call that we're doing. Obviously, no one's uh, no one's going to be able to see, but <laughs> I have a full screen poster, and then above it, yeah, I put a filter so everything's blurred. Yeah. Um, and then above it is a signed laser disc. Oh, okay. So the poster I have signed by uh, Jamie Kennedy, Matthew Lillard, Skeet Ulrich. That's my phone because I'm a professional and didn't mute it. Um, there we go. Let me see poster of uh, Matthew Lord, Jamie Kennedy, Skeet Ulrich, Skeet Skeet, Nev Campbell, Rose McGowan, who I'm glad I got Rose McGowan before she went completely batshit crazy. Yeah. Uh, and then Roger Jackson, who did the uh, Ghostface. Uh, oh, the voice. Okay. Yeah. The voice. Got it. Then on the laser disc, I basically so far, I got that after the fact. So I have Nev Campbell, Jamie Kennedy. Skeet Ulrich, Skeet Skeet, and Matthew Lord, And then I have a ghost face pop that has Matthew Lord and Skeet Ulrich, Skeet Skeet. So, skeet Skeet. I, I would, um, yes, it's my favorite horror movie, but in the pantheon of movies, it is my favorite movie, period. Um, Damn. It is the, it is the movie I have seen the most. Um, I'm not hesitating or or I'm not um I'm not hesitating when I say this but I'm also not exaggerating when I say this because it's a big number and usually 
you know, you'll come across someone who says, oh, it's my favorite movie. I've seen it at least 10 times. I'm like, really? <laughs> That's and, your threshold? Um, I have seen Scream easily over 500 times. Uh, I, God, I, I would, I would watch it one day and then the next day I would watch it with commentary. Mm-hmm. Um, watch everyone. I've listened to all the commentaries. Some of them had multiple commentaries. Uh, I've watched every behind the scenes video ever. Uh, uh, you name it. I've, you know, I've, I've watched it. Um, Gosh, yeah, it is. It is number one. As much as I talk, my love for Once Bitten, mm-hmm. and a lot of people probably think Once Bitten is my favorite, just because I talk about it more. I think I probably talk about it more because fewer people know about it. Scream is kind of like everyone knows Scream. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, Once Bitten, Once Bitten is number two. Scream is number one. Um, you know, with a bullet. Or with a knife. <laughs> See what I did. I'm so clever. Funny. I'm so clever. Um, yeah, so I, I only came to these movies pretty recently. I had seen the first movie. Oh, man, I don't remember the first time I saw it. I saw it when I was younger, so I didn't remember much from it. But just in the last year, watched the first three for the first time. And then I don't know why. I just never. I think it was honestly the first three I, I got. I managed to get streaming somewhere and nothing has the fourth movie like nothing even now uh amc plus has the first three and nothing carries the fourth movie we were talking about it earlier i think it might i thought it might have been a like a production company thing but amc plus yeah 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 amc plus has like all the halloween movies and and scream uh they have mandy yeah i think it's because they have like uh a deal with like um like Shudder and other stuff like that. So they have a bunch of horror movies. Also, there. so one thing I didn't realize. So this is, and I didn't realize it until I saw the, the trailer. Mm-hmm. And then when I first, well, the first time I saw the trailer today, it, it was, you know, it was just the first shot. Like sometimes it, with a lot of trailers, it'll show the, uh, the production company first. Yeah. But one of the hallmarks of Scream 1 through 5 is the Dimension Films. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not Dimension anymore. It's being distributed distributed by Paramount. Yeah. Um, so I see the Paramount logo at the beginning of a Scream trailer. It just feels a little off. It's it's a little strange. Yeah. Because Dimension, this is me, like, showing my age. I associate Dimension with two things. It's Scream and it's the Spy Kids movies. Or just anything Robert Rodriguez. Spy Kids, Yeah. Miramax uh, Dimension is a yeah subsidiary of Miramax, but now they they might just I don't know if Dimension is involved at all or retains some sort of rights, but Miramax was the big Weinstein, so I think they're just gonna be like, hey, what what's that? I, Weinstein? What is that? <laughs> Who's that? Einstein? Um, yeah, yeah, you're smart. Yeah. So I got around to four, watched all four of them. So we're gonna talk about the franchise as a whole. First movie, I mean, I don't think we need to. If if you haven't seen Scream, honestly, like go watch it first because we're probably going to be talking spoilers about all of them. But yeah, spoiler alert for every single one, <laughs> every horror movie that's ever been made. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's your favorite movie for a reason. I I will say like it's one of those things where there's certain movies where you come to it with like preconceived notions. I mean, it, Scream has a a reputation is like one of the most iconic horror movies out there. And so I came to it like, again, having seen it when I was younger, I had some bits and pieces of memories of it, but I was like, I, you know, like, and it was also, I watched it. You remember this. I, I watched it when I was still kind of figuring out what kind of horror movies I liked and like what, you know, like whether I was a big slasher fan or more of like the, you were trying, you were trying different things to see which, you know, which one was more your, you know, cup of tea. Yeah. And I will say, like, it came out in 96, and for, like, a movie that's 25 years old, it's it's still just as sharp, and, like, everything just hits. Like, everything hits. And it makes sense that it's Wes Craven, who knows the genre front to back, but I don't know. Like, it's just, it's still one of the most cleverly written movies I've ever seen. I mean, it's it's just every every little, like, joke or mention just 
it is perfect. Um, so when when it came out, it came out in uh, December of '96. I was still 11 at that time, 11 and a half, uh, when we actually counted half years. Um, so I didn't see it in the theater. I saw it when it came out on a pay-per-view. Back when pay-per-view was a thing, mm-hmm. where you go to the pay-per-view channel, you press select, and then you would press enter. Select, and then they would be like, are you sure? And I'd be like, fucking I am sure, enter. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> uh, now, the first uh, first time I saw it, it was, it was actually my entire family, which was weird. It was myself, my sister, uh, my and both my parents. And my sister, she was, I think, uh, 17 at the time, almost 18. So she saw it in theater, and she had seen it. Mm-hmm. And one of the things was that I remember she was telling us, like, oh, I want to see if you can figure out who it is. <laughs> and then little, just, I was 11 years old, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm like, I think there's two of them. <laughs> Because it doesn't make sense. Like, how is he getting around that easily? He's everywhere. Yeah. Like, yeah. Got to be two of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, hey, spoiler alert, uh, I was right. Um, I can't say, you know, I'm not going to just go into this and just say, hey, this is the greatest of all time and all blah, 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 blah. But those who know me know that I could probably have a conversation about just the first one alone for Gosh, hours on end. Um, the ninety, you know, it gets it gets credit for I guess re reinvigorating horror. Yeah, I say saving horror, but I think in a way, especially with movies, um, it can get a little bit of hyperbole. Mm-hmm. Uh, did it save it? I don't know if it saved it. I mean, by then in the mid nineties direct-to-video was really starting to hit. So you had tons of sequels that were starting to come out, and that they were direct-to-video. So that market was always always there. Um, Now, what I usually say is you can tell the Hallmark movies by... Not actually Hallmark movies, which were right on the season of Hallmark movies for Christmas. Mm, Just (laughs) for that. Um, <laughs> but you can always tell that you are you are really at an important movie when it does something, and then there are a bunch of imitations right after. Yeah, Halloween was one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and as much as I prefer Friday the Thirteenth, he outright Sean Cunningham outright said, "Hey, let's rip off Halloween." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but then you had you know after Halloween you had all those themed um you know uh, uh with holidays whether it's a uh, my bloody valentine or an april fool's day or friday the 13th or you know any one of those black christmas um black christmas well actually that was came out before that was 74 right uh before halloween black christmas one of the most overrated slashers i've ever seen not a good movie i it's it's fu- like people talk about it like they just absolutely you know oh my gosh it's the greatest thing ever i'm like well it has a drunk margot kidder who's hilarious <laughs> that's great and it has john saxon also playing a cop that's yeah. great and it has the whole like the goal is coming from inside the house like i get it and hey i'm always up for a christmas themed horror movie but it's not all time yeah um but scream came along and then after scream especially the poster even movie side, but look at the poster, and it's all like we got a we got a bunch of hot people. <laughs> We're gonna put them on the poster, and they're all gonna have seductive looks. Yeah, I mean, Scream. I know what you did last summer. I still know what you did last summer. The faculty. Um, I'm gonna say it because it's a Kevin Williamson film. Teaching Mrs. Tingle. I don't know if anyone knows <laughs> anyone that one, but that was another one that kevin williamson did it sounds like um, a it sounds like a porn remake of it was supposed Mr. to be, belvedere well funny enough it was supposed to be killing mrs tingle um columbine happened so they're like get killing out of the name yeah uh but the, you know urban legend 
Valentine, like all of these movies where it's just let's just put every cast member because they hot, they mm-hmm. they hot, baby, they hot. We gotta. My name is Harvey Weinstein, and we gotta put them on the cover. I don't know why I did like a demonic. What Dusty an incredible Rhodes. impression! So it was it was a demonic Dusty Rhodes. <laughs> that was that. Um, but it was definitely that. It was, and some of those movies I really really enjoy. Yeah. Um, I mean, hell, Halloween H two O. Yeah. Every Halloween movie up until that was like the, with the exception of Halloween three, uh, was Michael Myers' face. Mm-hmm. Michael Myers, Michael Myers, Michael Myers. H two O comes. We got to put Michelle Williams on the cover. Got to put Josh Hartnett on the cover. Got to put Jody Little Keith on the cover. Got to put Hello Cool J on the cover. <laughs> um, and funny enough, Halloween H2O bit off of Scream because the the dude who did the music, uh, I want to say it's Marco Beltrami. They lifted. He he did both, and he lifted his the same music. Yeah. If anyone watches H2O. It's when Michael Myers, it's near, you know, the climax of the movie, the final chase. Mm-hmm. And you cut to like Michael Myers just walking through the hallway. And then you hear the da, 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 da. And I'm like, yo, that's that's scream. That's right out of scream. Yeah. And it's his music, so he did it. But yeah. a lot of those, a lot of imitations, a lot of, you know, we we see what works, so we're gonna lean heavily into it. Mm-hmm. Um but also, I mean the cast in horror, it was pretty they would take TV stars or lesser-known stars. Like, Neva Campbell, she was a TV star at the time. Yeah. Um, Courtney Cox, TV star. Uh, you know, and a lot of the cast was pretty much unknown or lesser-known at that part. People, and, but people say that Drew Barrymore was, you know, now they say, oh, my God, it's Drew Barrymore. They killed her off. In 96... I mean, people knew who Drew Barrymore was, but she didn't carry the the I guess the gravitas of like yeah five years after that. So, right. but Scream did a lot of bold things, and there were a lot of copycats and imitators afterwards, and that's how you know it was really you know it was really something special. Mm. Yeah, I, I I do remember. So the first one is you know it's iconic. It's I think that the second one. I think the second one should get a lot more. No, I don't know the level of credit it gets, but I think it should get more credit than it seems to because it's probably really daunting to follow up a movie like that because you can't be as meta when you've already done it the first time, you know, and and like as sharp. Um, I do. I really like the second movie. Like we'll probably rank the four of them later, but the second one is, is definitely it's not as good as the first one, but it's it's definitely right after it in quality. Um, yeah, Scream Two is pretty high. Scream, my favorite movie, but Scream Two is probably top twenty. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the opening alone is like fantastic. I love the the movie theater opening. Um, but you get a great cast. I honestly, I so I love uh, Billy and Stu. Like I love them, but <laughs> Timothy Oliphant, like I, you know, I was about to say you're gonna go Timothy Oliphant. He gives them a run for their money just because of how fucking unhinged he is at the end of that movie. I I am. You mean I am number four's Timothy? Oh, fuck you. (laughs) I almost forgot about that movie. Uh, I just lost my train of thought because I was thinking about Teresa Palmer. Um, Timothy Oliphant is just fucking unhinged. Uh, Billy's mom. I forget the actress who plays her. Lori Lori Metcalf. Yeah, yeah. Lori Metcalf. She's great. Uh, Yeah. And I think having it at a college campus was cool too. Um, yeah, I, I I'm really excited to go back to that one because I, I haven't seen it. I've only seen it the one time, so I I feel like I'll probably like it even more on the on the rewatch. But. Funny enough, so and I was I was talking about Halloween taking well Halloween H two O taking from Scream. Halloween H two O they actually so in Scream they're watching. The original Halloween. And yeah. when Dewey goes into the house, they even, it's a pretty neat way that they use the score from Halloween. Right. Kind of provide tension for this. Mm-hmm. Then in Halloween H2O, two, uh, both the girls in their dorm room are watching Scream 2. Oh, okay. The bit where uh, Sarah Michelle Geller is 
in there. Who, right. uh, you know, and Sarah Michelle Gellar, TV actress again. Uh, yeah, what came first, uh, Scream Two or Buffy? Buffy. So okay. Buffy was. I know they were both ninety-seven. Buffy was January ninety-seven. Gotcha. Because okay. it was a mid-season. That's why Buffy season one only has like eleven or twelve episodes. Right. And then, um, Scream Two was later in ninety-seven. Um, then. Okay. Gotcha. And uh. Yeah, Buffy. I want to say, gosh, was it? I, I want to say, I want to say it was also December. That screen, and it was very, very quick turnaround. Yeah, Scream comes out December '96. Scream Two comes out December '97. It was yeah. just like boom, boom, boom. Let's you know, let's go. Right. Um. So yeah, she would have had to be. It would have had to been season. Uh, about halfway through season two of Buffy. So when Buffy's really, yeah, like, holy shit, right. this is something, then, you know, that's when it kicked off. Also, I mean, uh, Rebecca Gayhart is a, you know, a bit player in it, but mm-hmm. that was, I mean, at the time she was a Noxema girl. But yeah. And she was, you know, she became a name like Scream also, I mean, throughout Scream all the way into, I guess, Scream 5. There, there We'll get to Scream 5, but. Or huh, scream. Um, I hate that. God, it's gonna, that that's that's the thing, and I understand. I didn't understand why they were doing it before. Seeing the trailer, I understand why they're doing it now. But we'll we'll get to that later. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. I. <laughs> oh, also, um, another thing Scream Two did that I think was very clever is that they brought on the whole stab series. Yeah. And even in Scream, where they're like, oh, if it, you know, if they made a movie about you, who would play you? And Dewey's like, oh, you're Meg Ryan. And she's like, no, my look will get Tori Spelling. And then Tori Spelling does actually play her character. Do you remember Do you remember who plays the Billy Loomis character in Stab? Oh, fuck. Uh, no. Okay, so the Stab cast that you can learn from Scream 2. Yeah. Um had four main players right tori spelling which it makes me want them to be i it makes me want them to have actually made a stamp right <laughs> uh tori spelling was sydney mm-hmm. luke wilson was billy loomis oh shit heather graham was casey becker i remember her yeah david schwimmer plays dewey now we only know this. That's Randy's fucking like, hilarious. Yeah, Randy's like, at least you got David Schwimmer. I got the the guy who drove Gene Seymour's stagecoach in an episode of Doctor Quinn. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, now I I want to see like a full stab movie with that cast. That would okay. be incredible. Which David Schwimmer as it oddly is probably the it best would work. Movie. It would actually like the the Ross Geller energy as Dewey. I feel like that would yeah that, that would work. Um, yeah, and then Scream 3 happens, and I will say, like, Courtney Cox's bangs, man, and her fluorescent, like, I, I don't know what they were doing. Everyone talks about the hair, Mm -hmm. but her wardrobe, now, granted, I'm probably the last, like, who am I to be talking about wardrobe? Um, I remember as a freshman out of high school, I got this windbreaker from Old Navy that was like neon green, and I thought it was the hottest shit ever. So I don't know if I'm really anyone to be talking. But and I, was, I was super stoked the day I wore it. I'm like, oh, this is awesome windbreaker. And I sat down at lunch, and someone looked at me and went, fuck are you wearing? And that's <laughs> I never wore it again. Uh, <laughs> but, uh... Um, her wardrobe, she wears the... It's like she's the man in the yellow hat without the hat. <laughs> uh, she also wears, I want to say, God, like red pants. Yeah. And and a gray turtleneck sweater. It, just really, really, really odd. I'm like, what the hell was going on that made you... But Scream, th- Scream 3 was, in, was a mess. There were so many rewrites that Kevin Williamson didn't even write the damn thing. Yeah, he just he left notes. Yeah, and and uh, that's about when he did teaching Mrs. Tingle with 
Seventh Heaven's Barry Watson. Ooh, I'm glad and, you didn't say it. Yeah, I'm glad you said someone else at Seventh Heaven. I was like, where the fuck is he going with this? Uh, yeah, um, it's good. Jessica Biel. No, um, <laughs> and, uh, and Katie Holmes. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Uh-huh. That's true. Uh, you, you, you haven't mentioned though, I mean, Courtney Cox, yes, the wardrobes are questionable. Not the best wardrobe of that movie, though. That's clearly Cotton Weary's incredible white suit in the Dude. opening of that movie. I mean, Cotton Weary's great. That is some Miami Vice shit, and he wears the hell out of it. <laughs> the white suit, and underneath it was like a cream colored sweater. Yeah. I was like, but I mean, it's a hundred percent cotton. <laughs> that might be that might be the greatest name for a fictional talk show. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, come on, it's it's hundred percent cotton or um, Troy and Abed. Troy and Abed in the morning. Yeah, it's got to be that one. Okay. Um, yeah, I remember. So I I was watching uh, four today, and I didn't remember a lot of three probably because of how traumatic it was watching it. Um, so I tried to look up the plot and even just reading through, I was like, what the fuck were they thinking? Like, it's just so convoluted. It's- Scream 3 had a lot of problems. They had uh, one, because of all the rewrites and all the like, you know, start and stop, Nev Campbell was only on the set for like maybe two weeks. That's why yeah. it seems like she's not really in it a whole lot. Right. Um, there's a lot of Dewey and Gale. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the whole, like, she's seeing the ghost of her dead mother. Um, you know, uh, Scrubs, Scott Foley. Nobody cares, Sean. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was, I mean, then you had just an interest, a really interesting cast. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, here's Lance Henriksen, because why not? Yeah. Um, one thing that I think was really clever, I can't believe that I'm going to say clever, and then Jenny McCarthy's going to have a part of that, <laughs> is her scene when she's trying to fight and she keeps picking up the prop knives. Yeah, yeah. None of them are actually real. Um, you know, it's just, yes, it's 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 a little convoluted. They brought Randy back for a scene, which was funny, but I think that was them going like, maybe we shouldn't have killed him off, which I got to say, I yeah. hated that they killed him off in screen two. Absolutely mm-hmm. hated it. However, because he does die, it gives the movie more oomph because you're like, holy shit, they are going to kill people off. Yeah, I mean, it gives it stakes. Yeah. Um, uh, not stakes uh, to be compared to Sarah Michelle Gellar. Uh, yeah, it's not a it's not a vampire movie. <laughs> uh, yeah, and I mean the half brother thing is just like I, that feels. Again, I have only seen the first two Halloween movies. I am aware of the connection there, but I I don't know if that was directly like influenced by that or it, it feels like a very shoehorned in thing. Um, yeah. It feels yeah. like they, not not a lot of that movie works. Yeah, it feels like they um forgot how to like end it or whatever. Um yeah. Apparently it went through I mean, you look throughout the entire franchise, there were a whole lot of ideas that were abandoned. Um it was another thing where Randy was gonna show up and then you were gonna find out that uh he didn't die in Scream Two. Mm-hmm. You know, he got attacked, but he didn't die. But, like, his family kind of whisked him away and then, you know, like, believed that he was dead because he wasn't, they didn't want him to be part of it. Yeah. Um, it was another thing where Stu was going to come back and Stu was going to be the main killer and have, like, a bunch of, I guess, you know, teenagers or whatever that were helping him. But, like, Columbine happened and a lot of things, Columbine happened. Uh, so then they didn't want to do that, so they changed that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Scream 3 was, was just an absolute mess. Um, I still... I would, taken, I would have taken any of those ideas over a Jay and Silent Bob cameo. I will say that. <laughs> well, I mean... <laughs> they call Courtney... Co- they call Gail Weathers Connie Chong. <laughs> That shit was that was funny to me because it just seemed so randomly mean. 
Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then and then Jay has to be like, "Hey, how's Maury?" And I'm like, <laughs> "Like, what are you what are you doing? Like, what movie is this?" Yeah. But that's Scream Three. What movie is this? It's the tagline for all of his flaws. I'll still watch it because it's still a Scream movie. It still has Sydney. It still has Dewey. It still has yeah. Bill and all of her weird shit. <laughs> Uh, and still, still has a couple of interesting characters. Uh, yeah, you know, uh, Transformers Three's Patrick Dempsey. God, uh, Transformers yeah. Three, all of the things you could have picked. I I couldn't even remember. Was it Dark of the Moon? Enchanted's Patrick Dempsey. It a, was Dark of the Moon. Yeah, I would have Dark of the Moon. Uh, yeah. Um, God, was the remake Love Don't Cost the Thing? Oh, yeah, the remake was Love Don't Cost the Thing. The original was Patrick Dempsey. Can't, well, Can't, can't Buy Me, me Love. Yeah. Can't Buy Me Love's Patrick Dempsey. <laughs> um, before we go to break, I will tell a very, very quick uh, joke. So Patrick Dempsey, who obviously was was the second starring role in uh, Grey's Anatomy for all those years, mm-hmm. and they called him, uh, what, McDreamy. That was his nickname. My sister watched Grey's Anatomy. I think still does. I remember after they killed him off, he gets. I think he gets a uh, like, like a car. car accident or something. Yeah, and everyone was like, "Oh my god, I can't believe it!" Oh, and they're all like broken up about it. And I, I go to my sister. I'm like, "Hey, Jess. Well, so what was, what was, uh, what was Patrick Dempsey's character's name? McDead." And she just looked at me like, like I insulted her. And I just was like, well, you know, got hit by a truck. It's a McD. McD. Get it at McDonald's. <laughs> we'll be back. Hey, kids, welcome back to Dimension <laughs> Films oh, no. episode of the Verbal Wildfire podcast. Oh, we are not oh. Dimension anymore. We, I can't believe we made it how long into this without actually saying the name of our podcast. <laughs> they should know by now. Well, you know, <laughs> We're all, an established podcast. <laughs> all of our five listeners, they all know. Um, yeah, so continuing on Scream 3. Gosh, yeah, there's so many cameos and everything. Roger Corman, Carrie Fisher. Uh, I mean, Parker Posey has a sizable role. She has one of the more fun roles. Uh, yep. Putty from Seinfeld, Patrick Warburton. He's in it. Um the newsrooms, Emily Mortimer with. How do, how do you feel about that character, Kyle? She's the worst. <laughs> the She's worst. The worst. <laughs> and I, it, it makes me think, if I'm going into the mind of the casting of Stab Three, what did you see in her that wanted, like, <laughs> she's sitting. She's. Yeah. Awful. She's got none of the personality that that Sydney has, and she's not. And I'll blame that on the script because she's a really good actress. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's a great actress. But, but in that movie, yeah, she is like a wet rag. <laughs> it is just awful. The best, the best. Um, yeah, well, I, I guess it's the best because it's the only positive that her character had in that movie. Is when the coin flips and then she just yells and she's like, I didn't fuck that Milton for blah blah blah. I'm like, oh, all right. Look, yeah. the character, and we're only like an hour and a half into the movie. <laughs> Look at that. Yeah. Um, but so okay. You know how I I always say in, in I don't say LL Cool J, I say LL Cool J. Mm-hmm. I got that from Scream 3. That is a Scream 3 reference. Because oh. Dion Richmond, who plays um, the you know the comedy relief in Stab 3, yeah. who he's like, I'm just a Randy substitute. He's talking about, you know, like black actors and everything. Mm-hmm. And he mentions LL Cool J. And in the scene, he goes, LL Cool J. And it just always, it's, it's so completely random. And... I will acknowledge that I'm probably the only person who actually that stuck with for whatever reason. <laughs> but I will forever. And I, and you know, it's funny. What, what makes it worse is that how many times I've made that joke 
yet you are now the only person I've actually said where it comes from. I don't even <laughs> say that it's a joke. For all I know, people are like, why Why does he put the accent on a different part of the name? You got a bunch of people thinking that that's actually how you're supposed to pronounce it. Yeah, maybe it is. Who maybe knows? It is. It's he's a little... man of mystery. Uh, one thing, he's Austin Powers. <laughs> one thing I really like about all the screen movies, especially, I'll give you, I'll give you a perfect example in the first one, because the other night, a couple nights ago, I watched uh, Scream and Scream Two. Um, as part of Halloween, my brother and I like we made up a list of you know movies to watch during the holiday season, mm-hmm. and there are a lot of things happening in the background, whether it's with extras or if you watch the uh, the scene in the video store. Where Randy's talking to Stu and he's like, "Oh, well, maybe she didn't have sex with him." And blah 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 blah. You see, there's a woman right behind him who's watching him. And he's like, "She's like, huh?" And shakes <laughs> her head in disgust and walks away. Or when Billy shows up to the party, you wouldn't even know unless you were really looking for it. Or you just happen to catch it by luck. Mm-hmm. You can see Randy all the way in the background, and he's not in focus. Kind of like you know, spying on them and everything yeah. in a little bit of a creepy way yeah. before he then comes into the foreground. But there, yeah, there are a lot of things that, um, you know, that you see in the background or different character reactions when they're not even the center of a scene mm-hmm. that I always think was, was uh, pretty cool. But so before I ask, when we get into Scream 4, one thing that you could tell the way it's shot and the look of it and the feel of it is so insanely different from the first three. Yeah. It is. It's, it's darker. Yes. Um, there's more of like a, I don't know how to say it. It's, it's just, it doesn't pop as much. Um, but then, so the reason, and it wasn't a main reason, but the reason I was like, okay, if you haven't seen Scream 4, don't watch the trailer. I didn't know if you would see Marley Shelton, who plays uh, who plays the... I'm not sure if she's the deputy or just like an officer or whatever. Yeah. See her very briefly in the preview. And I know if you saw her in the preview, you wouldn't real. I mean, you hadn't seen Scream 4, so you wouldn't have known. But right. if you would have noticed her in the Scream trailer and then saw her in Scream 4... You'd be like, oh, well, obviously she lives and she's not the killer. Exactly. Yeah. So. And that's also, I didn't, so I watched the trailer after and I didn't even, I didn't even spot her. Um, But I will, I'll say, so early on, I thought just because of the way they were pushing like her dynamic with Dewey and with Gail, I thought they were going to go with like a weird angle of like, she's like this huge fan of Sydney's and then ends up being the killer and then that started to be way too obvious like the scene where sydney is checking in on uh on her cousin in the hallway she's like yeah yeah she's like barely you can barely see her and i was like oh okay this is way too obvious so i thought then i thought they were gonna switch it and go like that everyone thinks it's her and then she gets killed like protecting someone and then i was positive that she was toast when she dives in front of gail you know and, and ends up getting shot by Fuck, what's her name? June? June? Is that her name? Judy? Uh, no, her name is Judy. Uh, the cousin. The, the eventual Jill. That's it. Yeah. That's how much of an impression she made. I will say that. It. it you want to be famous? You want to be the next Sydney? Like, okay. I mean, it, you know, it's. I'll take that over Scream 3. But uh, I get bad vibes from Rory Culkin anytime he's in a movie. So that was a pretty much a shoe. And I was like, yeah, he's, I'm going to, I'm going to say this is not a good guy. <laughs> uh, especially him being like the, the horror movie savant. I was like, yeah, they're, they're trying to do a Randy thing, but he's, he's a little too weird and he's not, he's not likable enough to be a, a Randy type character. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, 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 yeah. There's another thing. Um, so Emma Roberts' character Jill, her last mm-hmm. name Roberts, they didn't bother to change. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty funny. But, um, so 
thinking back, it's not a stretch for her to be the villain because, I mean, her dad is Eric Roberts. So, of course, uh, it's going to be fucked up. But, so, when... So, Scream 2 and Scream 3 I saw in the theater. Mm-hmm. Scream 1 I didn't. So, when Scream 4 was coming out, it was, holy shit, it was 2011. Yeah. At that point, I was uh, 26. And I'm I'm thinking... Holy shit. All right. This is going to be, I was super psyched. It had been 11 years since the last one came out. And then during the day, during the day before, uh, you know, I was able to see the, you know, the day came out, uh, a former coworker fucking spoiled it on Facebook. Really? Their status was Emma Roberts and Culkin are the killers. Oh, that is so that was the status, and I bullshit was like, like that. Fucker. So I knew it going in. Um, <laughs> like, yeah, it was. It, There's I, no subtlety to that at all. Just to be like, it's them. That's yeah, you know, that's so yeah, stupid. Was, you know, it's just debug. Um, <laughs> I immediately removed them from Facebook because who needs that kind of negativity? <laughs> uh, yeah. So I didn't. I, It'll be it'll be fun to that's why so in uh, on Facebook in a in a horror movie group that I'm in that you used to be in someone posted today it just said it's Stu now of course I know it wasn't a spoiler I know it's mm-hmm. people were just speculating fan theories yeah but, but my comment was just no <laughs> like don't. No. <laughs> no, I'm not playing this fucking game. Um, you know, because that's that's part of the that's part of the fun. Just trying to figure out who it is. Now, if it's one person, if it's multiple people, who knows? And it's one thing that got me thinking. And it's always interesting. You see, now that there's going to be, now this is the fifth one, even though they're just calling it Scream. Um, you see. They have lists of horror movie villains. Like, who is the highest body count? And they always just say Ghostface in the number. It's like, well, it's not the same person. Right. Yeah. It's been seven different people so far. Yeah. So, you know, it always skews it a little bit. But uh, what were your... I mean, Scream 4 had a whole bunch of cameos or bit parts huge fucking cast especially the, yeah. especially the the opening uh but then you had the cops or anthony anderson and adam brody yeah uh the opening Kristen bell and a pack when i uh, loved the opening i will say that i, I maybe it's because like i had forgotten how much i just liked the idea of the stab movies but i like that they kept going with it it's almost like they knew like this is only gonna be gonna be funny if we run it into the ground you know like it because the first couple times I was like, oh, okay, this is, I, I get it. And then the Kristen Bell one did catch me off guard. Like, I thought they were going to play that out and let that be the opening of the movie. And then she just stabbed her in the fucking gut. And I'm like, Jesus Christ. She's like, and that's for true blood. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll never forgive you for that show. Oh, uh, yeah, that was great. Um, I Yeah, I, I love the opening. I... And then, yeah, just so many, so many, like, it felt like Alice every five Brie. minutes. Allison Brie. And uh, it's funny, I I know that this came out in 2011 before Community, but I've obviously seen that, and that's how I associate her. So the minute she is in the movie, I'm thinking of Annie. And then she does, like, the Annie scream later in the movie, which is, it's not the Annie scream, it's just a horror movie scream. But she straight up just lets out the Annie Edison scream. That was hilarious. Um, she was great. I she was fantastic. Uh, yeah, I, man, I, I will say maybe this is kind of like a, a, a part of the franchise, but like Dewey and Gale in this movie, like what is wrong with y'all? <laughs> like, they don't, I don't, yeah, I don't think they have anywhere near the chemistry in four that they had in the first three. Now yeah. it could be because this is after, I don't know were, when they I'll, I'll look it up. I don't know the year when they really got divorced. I was going to say, I think it was like 2013. So it was very close to to that. Yeah, 2013. Frame. Yeah, so it would have been a couple years before that. But uh, I don't... 
you know if they're still together, Scream 5. Um, yeah. But are there any other... Uh, what'd you think of... Uh, now, is it Hayden Panettiere? Or is it Hayden Panettiere? Pan- Panettiere, I think. Pan- yeah. Heroes, Hayden Panettiere? <laughs> she was fine. She, yeah. you know, she was... She ended up being the Randy, and I was okay with that. Like, I, I thought she was a... Yeah, she was she was good. I think that, like I said, what worked less for me was the 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 Jill thing. Uh, so, if that had worked better, I think in turn she would have worked better as the friend who's yeah. like shocked by that reveal. Um, but yeah, she was good. I I even enjoyed the actress who played what's their other friend's name, Olivia. Uh, the one she was good. Bedroom. Yeah, and that was a great scene too. I, I love that part. Um, in fact, I'm probably watching Shaun of the Dead later tonight, so I was like, "Oh shit, they're wa- they're watching Shaun of the Dead." Um, that was good. And then I mentioned it earlier, but like my favorite part in the entire movie is uh, so Robbie is like your guy who he's part of the duo who like loves horror movies. He's trying to like record everything, and he gets ca- caught by a ghost face much later in the movie, and he's like, "Wait, wait, wait, wait." I'm gay. And the guy, the guy like kind of like turns his head, does a full like Jason Voorhees head turn. And he's like, if that helps. And then he just starts like hacking at him. <laughs> it's the best. I was like, yeah, that's probably going to be my, if I ever go out the way he does, that'll be my, wait, 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 wait I'm gay. <laughs> um, how, so how would you rank one through four? What, what would the placeholders be? So the easy the easy number four is three. Uh, that's the only one. You, you said you would still watch it. I would maybe still watch it, but it would take a lot of convincing and coercing because it's just not a fun experience for me. Um, three would be four. Uh, it was good. It didn't quite... It felt like it dragged a bit and it didn't quite have the energy that one and two have. And maybe it's like what you're what you're saying. Like it just was shot differently and just didn't have the same i don't know vibe uh two would be two obviously um and yeah it's nothing i'm not trying to go into the new one with like nothing's gonna top the original but nothing's gonna top the original i mean the the new one i'm sure it'll be fine but nothing will ever be better than the first screen my uh my assumption is that i'll i'm well Depending, this fifth one, just called Scream, will probably either be number three or number four, rankings-wise, based on a couple of big-time decisions they do. I don't think, you know, nothing's gonna unseat the first one, and I think Scream 2 is gonna be in the second spot, and it's gonna stay there. Yeah, um, that's fair. Now, what... What were your feelings on the trailer? Now, what I'm, my thought of why they're calling it Scream and not Scream 5 is I think it's the, the kind of, I guess, my early assumption as to how they're doing the story is that they're not specifically coming after Sydney. They're coming after whatever the, the new girl's name is. Yeah. Uh and then I guess that's where you see Dewey's keeping an eye on things, hears about it, mm-hmm. and then contacts Sydney. And th- so I think this is supposed to be a passing of the torch. Right. And then you're going to get like a new series with newer, different characters. That is my guess. Mm-hmm. That is why I think they're calling it just Scream again. Yeah. Um, what, were your, uh, what were your thoughts about the show? I thought it was fine. I yeah, I definitely think it'll be like a passing of the torch thing. It's gonna be weird. I mean, this is it's a bummer that I mean this is the first one that's not directed by Wes Craven, obviously. Um, so that'll be different. But I do really like Ready or Not. I think it's a super fun movie, and so the fact that they're directing it gives me a little bit of hope. Um, I just really hope, and you you said this before too. I really hope they don't kill Sydney off. I, I think that would play a big part in how I feel about the movie as a whole. I think that if someone is likely to die of the main of the returning crew, it's probably Dewey, which I hate because that's like my favorite character. But 
I think he's probably gonna gonna bite it if there's any of them. Maybe maybe none of them die. You know, like maybe they go the Jamie Lee Curtis route and they're just still around. Uh, who knows? But I'm wondering. I'm wondering because there is. I've seen the trailer like at least ten times already because of course I have. <laughs> they. I'm wondering if it's if it's a red herring though because in the trailer you kind of see like. Dewey seems to be the most proactive of any of them. And I think it's inside of a hospital where he has a gun and he's reloading the gun and he has a standoff with Ghostface and then Ghostface is like almost about to kill him. There's a very quick shot of Gale like screaming as Sydney's holding her back. So people think Dewey's going to die. But then I'm like, they have to know what they're putting in these trailers. Yeah. Uh, Dewey would have been my guess. Mm-hmm. I just, I think if you kill, if you kill any of the three, it's got to be Gale. I think uh, if I had to put my money on any of them, it would probably be Dewey. And I just think to kill Sydney or to make her the killer uh, which this trailer is not setting up Sydney to be the killer, unless there's some weird twist and she was complicit. But if that were to happen, I think it just undoes a lot of the magic of the first four. Because yeah. at no point in any other horror movie franchise, you've had someone be in four movies. Obviously, this will be the fifth. But four movies, be the main character of all four, and survive all four. Right. Yes, Jamie Lee Curtis has been in more franchise movies in Halloween, but she's also been killed off twice. Yep. Um so I don't know. I I would be okay if it was more of an ensemble and you know, the three of them inserted themselves into the events of the movie. But they didn't die, and it kind of winds up passing the torch to the new one. I would be totally okay with that. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't even also, know most of the new cast. I know Jack Quaid. Um, Jack Quaid, and I know the uh, his name is Dylan. What Dylan Minnette? Dylan Minnette. Yeah. Thirteen Reasons Why. Mm-hmm. Uh, those are the two I know. I don't know anyone else. The main girl is from In the Heights from earlier this year. She's good. I mean, she was great in that movie. So I'm, I think she's the main girl, I'm assuming. I think yeah, the one with the eyebrows, right? Yeah. Yeah. Peter Gallagher eyebrows. Um, shout out. I. Now, uh, back to the Dewey thing. In almost every single movie. He gets fucked up. In the first one, he almost dies. The second one, he almost dies worse. Yeah. Uh, the third one, you think he's going to get the knife through the head, but then it hits the butt of the knife. And then the fourth one, he gets whacked like three or four times in bed, man. Like, you you got to let the dude live. Yeah, he, lo- he looks it, too. He looks pretty grizzled and, like, old in this trailer. Yeah, I'm, and then I'm wondering, there's another one where, shout-out to Friday the 13th Part 2. There's a quick shout-out, uh, a quick shot of Ghostface following someone who is in a wheelchair yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm wondering if that's dewey and oh god i hope not dewey was <laughs> seriously hurt and or I, I don't know it could be anything there was a report i read today that they filmed where there were multiple scripts and they filmed a bunch of extra shit to throw people off like i just don't don't spoil shit yeah that's the that's the biggest thing this is one of I have I've honestly cared less and less about spoilers for a lot of big movies in the last few years to the point where I'm just looking shit up at this point. Like I just, you know, MCU movies and stuff. I just don't care. Well, Black Widow and Shang-Chi before I saw them. Because I didn't see them the day they came out, obviously, because I'm not, you know. Yeah. uh, I also didn't give a shit, but I just looked it up. I'm like, yeah, "Yeah, I want to see what the after credits scene is. Right. Oh, cool. Oh, oh, all right. That's what happens. Okay, that's cool. Like, but this, this is yeah. This is one of the few I don't. I don't want to, because I kind of. That's the spirit of a scream movie is trying to figure the shit out while you're watching. Um, so. Yeah. Um. 
So there's another person who's part of the cast, Kyle Gallner. Yes. Fucking you know who I think he Impulse is in the trailer? Uh, wait, what's up? You know who I think he is in the trailer? Uh-uh. I think he's the guy with the mustache who's, like, by himself and his his floodlights in the car turn on, and he goes into the car to, like, turn it off, and then he comes out and you see ghost faces right behind him. I uh-huh. think it's him. Oh, interesting. Well, you got to think, he's got to be in, like, his, at the very least, like, mid-30s by now. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was uh-huh. going to say, he's got to be old as fuck now, and I'm like, wait, he's probably my age. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's a, yeah. Uh, and then, so, Mar- um, um, Judy, Marley Shelton, mm-hmm. Valentine. Yeah, I didn't even see her. Um, she very quickly you see she's like speeding and you see her in her car like screaming. Oh, okay. It was a very, very, you know, very quick shot. But yeah, she's she's a returning cast member. Everyone's like, oh, three returning cast members. Technically there's four because she was in Scream Four. Yeah. I mean, who else could return? Do you think do you think we'll get anyone else from previous Scream movies? <laughs> um I think the the best shot you would have had was uh, Hayden Panettiere, mm. um, because yeah. people were like, "Oh, well, you didn't really see her die." I think that would have been a shot. Yeah, see her gasping, but that was it. Right. Besides that, I don't, I don't think Stu or Randy magically coming back is. <laughs> I I don't I don't think the people making this will go through all their trouble just to do that. I think they they want to do something different. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, one, so one of the writers of ready or not is one of the writers of scream. I don't think both of them are writing this, but I think one of them is. Yeah. It's uh, I have it here. It's, it's guy Busick who I think is one of the ready or not guys. And then James Vanderbilt, who is, I mean, that's a pretty big, he wrote like Zodiac and shit, so that's. Yeah, but okay, he wrote Zodiac. However, um, I looked up this before out of just curiosity to see what what has this guy made? What is what has this guy written? Where I was oh no! Like, yeah, and I was just like, oh man, he wrote Zodiac. That's awesome. You know what he's also wrote. <laughs> He also did the story of the Amazing Spider-Man. Independence story. Day. Independence oh. Day resurgence. Yeah. Come on. Come on. <laughs> Come on. He did. I, now he did Darkness Falls. That was his okay. first one. That is a. Have you ever seen that movie? Mm-hmm. It's. Oh, so you have seen it with um with uh, Emma Caulfield. Yeah. And and discount Ryan Reynolds. Um. <laughs> You know, Basic was a good movie. It was a John McTiernan movie. He wrote The Rundown, so that was good. So his first, like, maybe five, depending on how you feel about Amazing Spider-Man, six movies were pretty good, but Amazing Spider-Man 2 and Independence Day Resurgence. As soon as I saw Independence Day Resurgence, it's like, oh, no. Yeah. That's, mm. God. That's a little worrisome. I mean, you um, know... Yep. From his Wikipedia page, I also see that he is involved. He's a producer on a Michael Bay-directed movie that's called Ambulance. I wonder what that's about. <laughs> it's a long-awaited sequel to the Nick Cage off. classic, Bringing Out the Dead. Or Oh, my God. I wonder if Megan <laughs> Fox is going to be an ambulance. Um, no. Oh, wow. That's an interesting... Okay. Jake Gyllenhaal. Huh. Oh wait, I think I know what this is. Yeah, this was just announced. With a working class guy who desperately needs two hundred thirty-one thousand dollars for his wife's surgery, reaches out to a criminal friend. Oh God, it's going to be another pain and gain. Yep. Oh. Yep. It's Michael that, Bay. Talk about a movie I had such high hopes for, and it was just a giant heaping piece of shit. The movie sucked. I was like, the whole time I was watching, I was like, why is Anthony Mackie in this? Why is he doing this? He's so much better than this movie. Well. <laughs> So, what are your what are your hopes? Do you have any hopes for Scream Five? Um, in in terms of either what you hope they do or what they don't do. Yeah, there's not a whole lot of don't 
because I, as long as they don't kill Sydney and as long as they don't bring any dead people back, then I'm like I'm fine with it because I feel like whatever. Like they're they're Hollywood screenwriters; they can come up with better ideas than I can. So whatever. Like as far as what they do, yeah, I I'm gonna try my best to go in and not like. That's why I enjoyed Scream Four. Was I was like, I'm not gonna try and figure out who it is. I'm just kind of just kind of let it happen. Um, and even thinking about it now, I don't even think I have any leads just because like they've gone in pretty different directions for each movie with yeah. who the killer was. So yeah, they, they, I trust the directors just because Ready or Not was a lot of fun. Um, I'm interested to see, depending on how well this does. Is, is this kind of like a, a Halloween 2018 thing where we get like a bunch I, after it? I think if this does well, I wouldn't be surprised if they take this new central cast and then yeah. go make another one. Um, so did you catch Did you catch the part in the trailer where they said the killings or the attacks were related to yes. the original killers? Yeah, that was interesting. I, yeah, that I was I heard that. I'm like, huh. So I wonder if the killer is going to be a family member of a victim. Yeah. You know, yes. like, I, I know, it, you remember, I mean, really, I think the only relative that we got was was Randy's sister, who looked nothing like Jamie Kennedy in Scream 3. And as she shows up, she's like, hey, guys. It's me. <laughs> I got another I got another video tape for you to watch. Now, um, yeah, that would be interesting if it was like, okay, I'm, you know... I'm Kenny the cameraman's daughter. Who? Kenny the cameraman from screen is the same actor who played Warren in There's Something About Mary. Yeah. Small. Uh, And the sheriff, uh, Sheriff Burke in Scream, was the cop from Nightmare on Elm Street who, remember when Nancy's like, someone help with the bars? She's like, get my dad, you idiot. And the guy's like, Oh, okay. yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. the sheriff from, uh, from Scream. Yeah, there's a lot of... I mean, you know... That's, and it's another thing that's funny is that whenever I try to... You know, whenever I start to get excited for Scream or I tell someone Scream's my favorite movie, someone always goes, hey, did you know that blah, 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 blah... And, hey, I'll always be down to talk about Scream, but inside, I'm just thinking... Yeah, I know. I know. Like, at this point, I've I've spent so much goddamn time. I know everything about this freaking franchise. Yeah. Even Scream 3. Like, who remembers that Aaron Kruger was the writer for Scream 3? After Kevin Williamson had disputes, and then Kevin Williamson went to go direct, teaching Mrs. Tinkle. Didn't he have a TV series he was doing too, or was that the series? Was that uh, Kevin Williamson did Dawson's Creek? No, I know that there was some obscure series that didn't get picked up that he was trying to do. He did, he did, yeah, he did a bunch. Oh, okay. Uh, Kevin Williamson, there was, gosh, what was the name of it? It was pretty much like a more grown-up Dawson's Creek. Gotcha. That I got canceled after like a couple of, uh, you know. Um, a couple of uh, a couple of episodes. I mean, hell, Kevin Williamson also wrote "I Know What You Did Last Summer." Mm-hmm. So, which a lot of people don't realize that "I Know What You Did Last Summer" was an adaptation. So, oh really? Yeah, it was a it was a book in the seventies. Hmm. Okay. Um. Let me see. Uh. He's got a shit ton of TV credits. Yeah, he created Williams- the Vampire Diaries. Yeah, Williamson gave up the job of writing the full script for Scream 3 in order to direct his first pen script, originally titled Killing Mrs. Tingle. Um, it was renamed after the Columbine High School Massacre. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, you know, he created... Okay, that that was what it was called. Wasteland. So Wasteland, Wasteland, yeah. Which uh, had Rebecca Gayhart. Um, it aired for just three episodes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he created Glory Days, which was on WB. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he wrote the movie Cursed. Um, you know, it was just hell. I mean. Then he went on to do the best thing he's done since the original the Scream. Following. The following. Absolutely. The following. Yes. 
Dude, I love show. the following. I Such hated that they um, what you call it? That they freaking they killed Joe. Joe Carroll, yeah. Yeah, like, that was the worst the decision they could have made. The last season of the following should have been Joe Carroll is a ghost who has to atone for his sins. So he is. It's kind of like a quantum leap thing, where <laughs> he is a ghost. Only, only um. Kevin Bacon can see him. Only Ryan Hardy can see him, yet he helps him solve crimes to atone for his sins. I mean, come on. Fucking money. But instead, they brought in TV show Poison. Uh, <laughs> God, what's his Michael Ely. <laughs> he, Everything he does. I have nothing against this guy, but whenever I see him show up or something, I go, ugh. Canceled. That guy. <laughs> That fucking guy. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. Um, my, I mean, just turn it back to screen five before we close it out. Um, my hopes, I guess if I had a, uh, there are only three characters. If I had to decide, who do I want to survive? Um, Sydney, Dewey, and Jack Quaid, because I, I find Jack Quaid delightful. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, if, if the I, if the next couple movies are like him as the lead, I'll, I'll watch that all I day. I think he's the main girl's boyfriend, so he's either yeah, does gonna, not bode well. He's either going to get killed or he's going to be the killer. Yeah, uh, yeah. But they showed him in the trailer also getting attacked by Ghostface. So I don't know how many how much of this is manipulation in the trailers. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm hoping it is, but it could be a misdirect. It could be like, oh, you think we're bluffing because everyone assumes we wouldn't put it in the trailer, but we're actually not bluffing, and it is what it is. So I don't, I don't know. Um, yeah. You know, it's in January, so a lot of people are like, oh, why the fuck do they have to release in January? I'm fine with it being released in January because there's a better hope that by then I'll have the fucking booster shot and I'll feel okay about going into the theater. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. So. Um, yeah. Well, that are, those are our thoughts. I'm sure we, when it comes around in January, we'll have a, an episode after the both of us have seen it. Um, yeah, go watch the Scream movies if you haven't seen them. Try and find four because it's not streaming anywhere. You have to rent it. But absolutely, yeah, you got to rent it. Um, I don't know. Maybe they're trying to erase Scream Four. You can't erase Anthony Anderson saying "fuck Bruce Willis." <laughs> 